0: This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation.
1: We keep it moving, yeah,
0: Hola, mis amigos. Buongiorno. Bienvenidos to an all new episode of the Low Life Podcast. I'm your exhausted chipotle eaten white wine drinking, in desperate need of (laughs) sleep-in. I'm so tired. You're flaming hot and spicy, hot mess of a host, Lorenzo von Rumpf. And I'm so happy to be here with you today. I didn't think I'd be able to get an episode out this week because I'm just so drained, exhausted from a very hectic... Busy award season. It was Oscars week, so it was all hands on deck. I was balls deep in gowns and glitter and sequins and stilettos and tuxedos and just getting everybody ready for all of the red carpet events that were happening in Los Angeles. Kept me very busy. How are you doing though? I don't want to be a narcissist just talking about myself. How the hell are you doing today? How's your week been? I hope you're having a beautiful day, a great week, you're feeling good. But if you are not feeling good right now, if you're overwhelmed, stressed, sleep deprived, (laughs) I feel you. Because same. But don't you worry, boo-boo. Don't you fret. You have come to the right place. We're about to turn that frown upside down. You are here for a reason. And we have a great show in store for you today. See, the thing with Oscar season, it's not that I have a bunch of clients that are going to the physical ceremony. The ceremony really doesn't matter. If your film is nominated, if you're going because you're nominated, like that makes sense for you to be there, obviously. But for a lot of people, actors, actresses, producers, directors, that sort of thing, they're not going to the actual Oscars, but the parties, the pre-parties, the brunches, the cocktail hours, all of the events leading up to the Oscars. Oh, there are so many. And the reason why it's important for a lot of people to go who are in the industry, actors and actresses, that sort of thing, is because they are promoting projects. Sometimes they have to go because they are required to go by the studio. I have one client, she's doing a Universal Pictures film. And per her contract, she has to go to a couple Universal hosted parties to promote her projects. And so it's a very busy time. It's super hectic. And while Oscar time is happening and all these events are going down. I also have other clients who aren't going to Oscar events, but they are doing press events and making appearances and going to other red carpets. And so it's just a really hectic little cluster of a time here in Los Angeles. And it kept me very busy, not complaining, beyond blessed to have work. I'm thankful for it. It's helping to funnel money into this podcast so I can continue to do a show. But I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't exhausted and so drained And that's the thing. When it comes to styling, and I'm curious if you're in a profession where you feel like you have to be on, with styling, it takes a lot out of me emotionally. Like I'm drained because I have to be so on for these clients. They're coming into a fitting with me, very vulnerable, and they have a bit of anxiety because they're going to be on a red carpet photographed by a million people, and they want to look good, and sometimes they don't even feel good about themselves. And so they come to me with an expectation, sometimes a bit of a negative vibe because they're like, I don't feel good about myself and I don't really want to wear a dress right now or I just don't feel that great. And it's the worst thing to do. I mean, imagine having to go try on clothes when you feel like shit about yourself. I mean, it's already bad enough going into a dressing room with that shitty DMV lighting. Oh, God, I hate, I hate trying on clothes in a dressing room. I never feel good about myself. And so if your self-esteem is already a bit shot and then you go into that situation, it's a recipe for disaster. And so thank God I have good lighting at my studio and I don't have to worry about that. But again, not feeling that great about yourself and then going into a fitting or feeling stressed or anxious and flying in last minute. It's all very stressful. And so I have to make sure that I'm on, on my game. My energy is good. I'm able to work fast on my feet and get the job done for them so they feel good, they feel confident, and they're able to go to the red carpet feeling amazing. And so mission accomplished. I'm actually really proud of myself that I got through that week. My assistant was out halfway through the week. She got sick, little COVID situation. So yeah, I was one man down, but I pulled through, and it was great. I still have to post. I have so many things to post on social media, but I was so bogged down with dealing with Oscars and stuff like that. So Oh, I'll get to that another day. I'm not in no rush. Little throwback picture, you know, I'll share some stuff about Oscar Week. I didn't even post about the Queen's birthday. I'm going to do a very special party planning episode. Thank you for your feedback. I was asking, should I do a party planning episode? Are you into that type of a topic, talking about getting the look for less and how to cut costs and do party favors and decorate a table and do a menu and all that stuff that goes into planning a successful event? I don't have all the answers. I'm still learning as I go, but I've been watching one of the masters of her craft, the Queen, do it for years, and I've been planning now for a solid decade. And so I feel like I have a good grasp of what to do, but again, some tips and tricks that could help you out and we can learn something together along the way. Stay tuned for that episode. Coming soon.
1: Coming soon to own on video and DVD.
0: Mental health wise right now. Nobody asked, (laughs) but my mental health score on a scale of one to 10, one being your local DMV, just waiting in line for two hours at a DMV and there's no air conditioning. That feels like absolute hell. A 10 being a fast pass at Disneyland or your favorite amusement park, front of the line, which is an amazing feeling. On that scale, I'm gonna rate myself a solid six right now. <laughs> Taking a bit of a dip. Just this week, my mental health did take a dip because I had to be on, and it was exhausting. And I wasn't sleeping that much, if any sleep at all. Really, didn't eat that great. And so, again, if you're not eating well, if you're not able to get some good sleep, I wasn't drinking as much water as I should. I tried. I really gave it a good go just wasn't happening for me. Work-wise, professionally, amazing. Personal life-wise was a dumpster fire. So (laughs) there goes my mental health along with it. And so, yeah, it took a bit of a dip, but that's okay because I know going into this new week, starting now actually, it's going to be great. There are things that help with my mental health. And one big thing is surrounding myself with people who I could be myself with. I feel comfortable. They recharge me. And I can just feel completely at ease. And one of those people in my life is the one and only Mr. Jacob Petway. Oh, I love my friend Jacob. He's very close to me. He lives all of 20 minutes away. And after wrapping up an exhausted week filled with fittings and last-minute fashion emergencies and shit like that, It felt really good to decompress, unwind a bit, and just shoot the shit with a very close friend and have a great conversation with an edible, of course. And so that's exactly what I did. This week's episode is so good. I love these type of conversations. I do (laughs) because they're so intimate. It's a very fly on the wall type of a conversation. That's what you're going to feel like in this episode. And Jacob is that friend. I could talk to him for hours and he's a guy who has experienced a lot in life. He's traveled the world. He's experienced a lot of different cuisines and people, and he's always down to try something new. He's an adventure thrill seeker. The guy loves life, and it's rubbed off on me, and I love hearing his stories. And so one of my favorite things to do is go chill on his couch, watch a good documentary, do a deep dive on it, shoot the shit and talk, and just have a great conversation. And so that's exactly what we did in this episode. So it's a random appetizer platter, topas, if you will, of several different topics, <laughs> but they're all interesting to us. And I think you'll find them interesting too. We're talking about the world of hand models. I knew nothing about that world. Jacob is very well versed in the world of hand models because he works with hand models, foot models, chest and belly button and tattoo type models. There's so many different types of body part models that are out there that I didn't really know even existed, but it makes sense. Of course, that's an occupation that you could have. I wish I could be a hand model. After this podcast, I'm thinking of changing up my career path. We also talk about our dream job, what our dream jobs would be. And we learn new things like Michelin star restaurants I didn't know the origin story of a Michelin star restaurant. And if you didn't know where Michelin stars came from, you will after this episode. My favorite part of the conversation this week was us talking about cuisine, food, specifically the weird shit that we've eaten in life. And so I have questions for the lowlifers at the end of this podcast, and I'm so curious to know your answers. One question I have just right out the gate is I want to ask, have you ever had spam? Did you grow up in a house, eating it? Are you completely disgusted by it? I texted Jason because he's going to be visiting LA soon. And I was like, I want to cook you some spam because he's never had it. And I was surprised to learn how many people have actually never had spam and find it just disgusting. (laughs) So in this episode, you might have a change of heart about spam. Also, have you ever had Vienna sausages? How about bologna? Oscar Mayer Bologna, just filled with weird animal parts. So, did you grow up eating that? I know my fellow Latinos, Hispanics love some Bologna, fried Bologna with huevos, huevos rancheros with baloney, It's a thing. I mean, I'm just guessing it's a thing because my nana used to make it. My bisabuela used to make it as well. Like, it's a staple in a lot of Mexican homes as well as southern homes. People in the south love themselves some baloney, And so we're talking about the good old-fashioned American meat treat bologna today. Also, just weird shit that we've eaten in our lives. There's a lot of weird foods out there, interesting cuisines from around the world. And Jacob and I are going to take you with us as we explore those finest cuisines, those exotic foods from around the world today. We're talking about menudo and lengua and coffee made from poop. Yep, you heard me right. It's a real thing. (laughs) And of course, because we're talking about weird shit to eat, we had to end it with uh, cannibals. And so we both have... Shared some stories about cannibalism that you might find interesting. This is one of those feel-good episodes that will put a smile on your face. We are chilling, hanging out right now. You just took an edible with us. That's the vibe. That's where we're going with this one. So without further ado, let's jump into a delicious new episode of the Low Life podcast with Jacob Petway. Hit it. So you used to be a hand model. No, I know. no, not at all. <laughs> or you hire them all the time. Yes, so I, don't I think people know what you do. Can you tell the people what you do, King? What do you
1: do for a living? So I work on food commercials. Well, mm. commercials, but mostly food commercials.
0: I knew nothing about. I still don't know much about this world. Oh my
1: gosh! Like <laughs> just there little are things you've told me. Agents that represent just people's body parts. Oh, that's, that's so cool. Yeah, and I mean, there's feet model, there's hand model, there's you name it their face isn't in it at all it's strictly for hands body parts yeah it could be like someone's ab like there's ab the, models yeah but well, like i'm like a nipple use, model there you go is that a thing probably uh, i've never heard of a nipple model or like a chest model probably yeah i, I don't really work much with nipples but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but hands and feet hands. Absolutely. well not feet no one really eats food with their feet oh
0: because you primarily yeah, do food, food.
1: Yeah, so we're casting hand models to do these commercials, and some of them have like big personalities. They'll wear moisturizing gloves and show up on set. One, With their gloves on? Oh, yeah. Make sure their like hands are perfect before they go on. <laughs> for Colonel Sanders' hands, for KSC, we fly in this guy from New York City, and he's like <laughs> like the OG of hands. Wait. Hold on. His nickname is Jimmy DeFinga
0: really yeah. oh jimmy
1: the finger yeah as in okay i get it jimmy the finger isn't it
0: <laughs> yeah so
1: translate that for you
0: is he playing like there's the colonel sanders and he's supposed to be old white man hands yeah so like <laughs> <laughs> so weird what a cool job though and he gets paid a lot you think
1: oh yeah they make really good money really oh yeah and he probably has Beautiful hands. Oh my gosh, the most perfect hands. (laughs) Oh really? Like it's weird. It's like having worked and done this for a while. Like you look at people's hands differently now, and like you judge people for their hands. Let me see your hands. Oh my god, no, I'm so self conscious now. Let's see.
0: This is the first time I haven't had a manicure in. I haven't had a manicure in three weeks. You seen from
1: a distance. You have really good
0: hands. I've yeah, they're well kept. Yeah, but my I do have cuticles right
1: now, so I feel like I'm hitting (sighs) rock bottom. Well, so one hand model liked to have a bowl of ice cream, and he would put his hands in ice cream <laughs> before he went on. What? for? I guess his, I don't know, his cuticles. For his cuticles Maybe. or swelling, the I'm coldness? Not, I'm not, a, I don't know. A hand specialist? Yeah.
0: Hold on. In his contract, he said, I'll do this commercial, but please make sure there's, in his rider, like make sure there's ice cream for me to put my paws in. They're not that like
1: bougie. They don't have riders, but like they just request for things and like they'll we'll pay for their manicures before and they'll go get professional manicures done. I get that. But yeah, some of them just have weird things they like to do before see i think they should just pay for a manicure if you're a hand model that's
0: like a model saying you need to pay for my gym membership like go and get your nails done that's the reason why you're being hired is because you have
1: it's like if they want a specific haircut you shouldn't have to pay for your haircut if they want it in a specific oh. way
0: oh yeah if they want the nails in a certain way well
1: it's always yeah so they want the nails buffed no shine the shine will like glisten off the light and it'll kind of mess with filming oh. So that's what they wanted so most people may not have that and so they'll pay for a buff no shine
0: they also have i've done it once where they can do like a mattifying coat on your nails so your nails are completely matte interesting i've done that before oh, yeah? where i did a black nail like all my nails were black but i wanted a matte black and so no shine at all it looked pretty dope and so yeah they could do that now for clear too awesome anyway so these hand models that you have that's mainly who you're working with and you're working with the creme de la creme of the Meryl models. Streep of hand models. You have met this person.
1: And There's a making, lot of them.
0: Yeah. They're making a lot of money. Oh, they're
1: pulling up in Porsches. They're pulling up to set in like those old school Broncos that aren't cheap. Those are like seventy five yeah. hundred thousand dollars
0: Oh, yeah. Caitlin just got one. My they're, girlfriend, Caitlin. The old ones? Well, oh, she has a custom made Bronco.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's baby ex- blue. It's oh, insane. Yeah.
0: Very nice. So they're making a lot of money. They're, e- they're easy to work with, I assume. Is there an art to this? Oh, yes. Yeah.
1: So like- Part of it is just how your hands look, obviously, but like past that is you're you're acting with your hands. So the scene could be you grabbing a cup and they could be like, We want you to do it like you're happy, like you're angry, and you have to put it down on the exact spot every single time and do it over and over, or like tearing a piece of chicken in half. And you have that to would tear you nuts. it. Yeah, and you're doing it, I mean you may be working for six, seven hours straight, just like doing something with your hand over and over and over and over. <laughs>
0: that sounds like a nightmare but also no it wouldn't be a nightmare because if you're getting paid great all you have to use are my hands yeah you're just... i'm sitting here playing with chicken tenders for six to seven hours yeah. not bad getting paid for it No, i'll take that probably get a gift card to wherever it is i don't know if you want a gift card but i'd want if i'm doing a like a taco bell commercial now who i would probably get down on some taco bell i mean i guess i'm down for the hershey squirts it, it always goes right through you, just like Chipotle. An abusive relationship. I always go back for more, even though the E. coli lettuce. Anyway, yeah, I'd want. Do you get gift cards from the clients? McDonald's, Burger King. <sighs> I think that Wendy's, I've got one from Chili's. That was the only like gift card they gave us. A good one, like where you're treating the family. Like a five hundred dollar gift card no, would be. No,
1: wasn't that good. No, it was like a hundred bucks.
0: What's the most you've ever gotten on a gift card? Where you're like, damn, five hundred uh, bucks. Five hundred bucks. Yeah. That's where I'm at too. Oh, it was $500 to Nordstrom, which got me, I mean, it's it's a good amount of money, Yeah, 500 bucks. So these hand models that you have, I still want to talk about this a little bit more only because (laughs) you had said that with the hand models that you hire, they're getting paid good money, but for like casting them oh
1: so we're matching so say pizza hut the actor is plays daryl in the office so he'll go film his stuff and we bring in a hand model to match him and we have to like rent fat suits from warner brother like to match his body style we have to borrow like whatever he's wearing from the show yeah
0: with an actor
1: Uh uh-huh and then his face is just superimposed on it so like another team will go shoot with that actor and then we come in as the food specialists and we bring a full like pizza kitchen and we cook the food and do just food close-ups and so oh. if you'll see a commercial you'll see like him doing stuff but then anytime you see like the food it's a hand model like holding the food pulling the pizza
0: oh so it's a tighter shot so you see body
1: and a little and hand. Yeah, and you see like body and you so see hands someone that looks like him obviously yeah so we we get oh. someone that looks like him and then That's that yeah so they're he's not even on set when we're filming all like the food stuff and so then it would be someone else's hands pulling the pizza away. I love it. So you could be like the rock's hands or whoever.
0: <laughs> I like that they make great money though, cuz yeah. that's a cool job. How do you even get into that? Like do you I assume go to an agency? Uh, yeah,
1: you would probably like want to a get hand with modeling a, agency, a body parts
0: agency. This is a world I know nothing about. But I'm assuming it works kind of like the modeling world. Yeah, you go in there, you can have photos, submit photos. I wonder if it's
1: as intense, like breaking into the voice industry, like voiceovers. Some stuff is easier than others. Like we've had some stuff where they had to do auditions, like cooking auditions, and they had to see how good they were at like cutting stuff. They had to crack an egg with one hand and like do different tryout techniques for an IHOP commercial. So it kind of like varies on what they're being asked to do. Sometimes they may request for like tattoos. They may request for it's so specific. Perturb. Yeah, sure. If there was one other job that you could do. One other like commercial or show?
0: No, nothing to do with the food. Nothing to do with your Ooh. hand models. Anything in the world. Anything in the world. You can, you're going to do it for exactly one year in this position. And we'll give you the proper training if you want to do it. But you have one year in that position what is the one job you would do I know I I get at least I it you already had it I oh, started yeah. thinking of questions like this after an edible and I took one but what would your job be I would love
1: to run like a dog rescue farm
0: oh great just, answer just a
1: farm full of dogs <laughs> and I could just like oh I love it play with them every day and yeah take care of dogs it would be amazing but the
0: the rescue dogs so you're going to get the ones coming training. in, yeah. beat up, aggressive.
1: It's going to be like that pit bull and parolees. <laughs> we'll have some people working. You can come in low. You can be my parolee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But that would be amazing. A big, sprawling property. Oh, yeah. Flowers. Oh, God.
1: That would be my dream job is to have a res- a dog rescue yeah. facility. Well, and uh, maybe all animals because I love no. elephant. I did an elephant rescue before, and they were the sweetest like oh they God, were jacob yeah they were like big babies oh that's cute yeah oh when you went to bangkok a part of thailand but yeah mm-hmm. it was like you could bathe them in like a river oh
0: that's so like incredible
1: rescued yeah elephants it has been kind of like so know, would your facility would have to be in thailand no Yours? you're gonna
0: have an elephant rescue place here in what montana
1: Maybe out Hollywood. In LA. Maybe I'll just take over <laughs> Gora Hills. Yeah, <laughs> Calabasas. Me and Kim K. Do they have like I? Well, no, there are elephants out here. Of course, there's big cat. So we shot a big cat commercial out, at, like semi, like not too far away from here, like less than an hour, and they had like big cat. Wait, from Tiger King? It wasn't Tiger King, but it was another big cat ranch, and so it oh. was Nat Geo does like a big cat week, and they wanted like promo videos for like close-ups of these and like cats like growling and so we oh, went that's to this cool ranch and they had. oh
0: but are they held cap or
1: captured yeah they live on the ranch I don't are know. they re being rehabilitated no I don't know what these were this no. I'm not sure what these. like were. breeding no, endangered species it was definitely probably a Joe Exotic type situation Damn, I don't think sucks. it's like that bad sure but it was
0: <laughs> remember Joe know,
1: Exotic oh god, god is he still alive he thought he was getting out and he had a limo at his prison waiting for him. No. Yeah. It was, <laughs> but then apparently recently Carol Baskin's husband's alive. They said like, What? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Apparently, like he's been living somewhere and like it just came out like last year and it just wasn't really like heavily reported. I guess it wasn't like
0: everyone's like, been calling her a murderer. Mm-hmm.
1: And like how she was fed it, him has, <laughs> to was the a, tigers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had some weird information. How did this that week. not get in my feet? No. Know. You and know, also is weird. You know, Michelin, this is random, but like Michelin star like restaurants. Yeah. Did you know that came from like Michelin, the the tire company? Come again?
0: Yeah. Like Michelin tires. Michelin tires. That's where Michelin star restaurants came from. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's like connected. (laughs) That's so random. Right? It it doesn't seem right. The Michelin man, that like doughy looking tire man.
1: Yeah. That company.
0: Is setting the standard for the finest cuisine in the world? I guess so tires and fine dining random
1: what if michelin
0: tires had some sort of promotion and it was to get people to entice people they could get like a coupon book or something like travel a travel book yeah with their michelin tires yeah travel the country and can rate food yeah and then it became a list that they have i could totally see that have you ever been to a michelin star restaurant yes
1: how was it and do you remember which one it was it was called gagan Mm. At the time, I Ga-gan. think- Gone. Yeah, it was like the number four restaurant in the world. Wow. It was 26 courses. Oh, my God. And the whole- hot. Yeah, it was like this- If if you ever seen the show Chef's Table on Netflix? Yeah. That's where I, I saw it on there, and it's one oh, of the episodes. Cool. And I was going to Bangkok, so I was like, maybe I'll get a reservation. Oh, nice. The whole menu is emojis only. Like, it just comes out as emojis, and it's weird shit. Emojis, like smiley face? Everything's shrimp. different. Yeah, it will just be like one emoji and a line down of- 26 emojis and so that's all it says interesting and so you don't know what you're eating before and every plate is like specific for that dish they're unique some are like made they're very nice like plated and designed do michelin star restaurants always have to be fine dining no there's a michelin star street thing in bangkok really yeah, oh that's cool food. but i think they have like specific standards that they, they have like adhere to and because i would assume anytime i hear oh it's michelin star which i
0: guess you want what five stars three stars i don't even know how many i don't know what the top tier is it's a is. two star michelin restaurant yeah can they just throw a star someone's way like a one star michelin churro
1: cart probably i don't i you don't hear too much of like the street car or street food but no i've never heard of that actually until right now yeah but yeah <laughs> but if you end up
0: going to one of these restaurants typically they're probably really expensive very the one that i went to i don't even remember the name it was michelin star sushi spot in la it's called like kamakake Inaka, Anaka. yeah i think that's Overby it me yes Yeah, yeah. it was in culver city yeah it was amazing i prefer a little katsu cool. a bait crab hand roll same I like yeah it's with sushi it's really tough
1: fish is fish whether i'm paying 150 bucks for it or 30 bucks for it
0: see i don't agree the fish is not fish that ocean's pretty fucking wide <laughs> and pretty deep and i don't i want to know where these fish are coming from and fish sometimes it tastes real fishy and i'm like ooh that is disgusting you can smell it sometimes there's a little slime on the fish now i like i don't know with fish that's the only thing i'm i'll go cheap on a lot of things i don't like to do cheap sushi though do you do canned tuna? oh no
1: i love canned tuna. Oh, sick i can't do it i can't My wife i love won't the talk whales to too much. Oh, she has to go in the opposite room when I open a can.
0: I used to love canned tuna. Yeah. Wait, just... do you eat
1: it right out of the can like you're a cat with some crackers <laughs> oh and God. hot sauce? Oh, yeah. That's what I grew up eating: hot oh sauce and. You'll just open. Do you drain it first, the juice? Why well, do get... you get it in water? No. If you do, I squeeze out the water. You got to have the water out. You yeah. open it up, put a little hot sauce right over the top. Get yourself. I'm a not Ritz... a cat.
0: It sounds like it though. Get yourself a Ritz cracker and just scoop it and start mm. eating it. Yeah. That's a delicious snack for you. Yeah. I'm not going to yuck your yum, even though I almost threw up. I, I'm not going to yuck it because there, there are a lot of people. I mean, tuna
1: popular. People love canned tuna. Spam words me out. <gasps> I love spam. You like spam, but don't like canned tuna. <laughs> what is spam? I have no idea. You mean a mixture,
0: again, horse, who knows? Squirrel. Otter. Yeah.
1: God knows what's Trash spam. Panda. Have you had Spam. It's been like one time, and I thought it was it was really gross. How did
0: you have it? How did you eat it? I need to know the details. I'm like a spam ambassador over here because I grew up eating it. It's just how with the fork. Oh my god! Like fresh out of the can. Yeah, just, we- oh.
1: just a spam weenie or whatever those things are called. Oh, that's a Vienna sausage. No, it was it said spam. Spam is a brick of. They swine don't come in little like weenie shapes.
0: Vienna sausages. Oh, that's what I had. I don't like those, but as a kid, I did eat those, and they're they're little weenies. Little wieners that come in some sort of a, like, there's like like a liquid. There's a juice. That little wiener juice. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: Disgusting.
0: Hair thinning impacts a lot of us. In fact, over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. It's not only common, it's normal. Join over 1 million people who are doing something about it with Nutrafol. I've been recommending it to my friends and family. I take it. My mama, the queen takes it. Queen, you love it oh yeah I recommend it to my hairstylist I recommend to my sister-in-law and even my niece we range in age from like 22 to 67 they're loving it yeah they are it's a great Mother's Day gift oh I love it Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LOWLIFE. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LOWLIFE. You've never tried Spam? No. Okay. It's big in, like, Hawaii, isn't it? Huge. Yeah. Okay. If my Filipinos are out there, my kings and queens, my Hawaii people, White Lotus vibes over here, Anyone, Filipinos love it. And Latinos, well, I don't know if Mexicans are into the spam. But I do know because I have Filipino friends. Oh, and Vietnamese do like it too. But it's like a delicacy in certain cultures. Hmm. You're still not sold. I'm not sold. I I get it. But I'll tell you this much. Spam fried rice will rock your world. I don't eat raw spam. And I think it's disgusting. But because it's part of my childhood and I grew up around Filipinos that would cook it all the time. Spam fried rice, oh my God, you you cook the spam, cut it in perfect little cubes, like perfect little tiny flavor. It's very salty. Tofu almost. It's consistency of tofu, which I love that consistency, but the taste of salty meat. Nice. But then you infuse it with garlic, salt, pepper, you fry it up. It gets all nice and golden. Then you add an egg. You add your rice, soy sauce, a little bit of sesame oil. You keep on frying it. High heat. The wok is going. It's cooking. Throw in some bean sprouts, whatever. you want. It smells delicious. Oh, I smell it now. It's very good. I try My mouth's watering. Just thinking about Spam. Spam fried <laughs> rice.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's good. God, I would love to have a tasting menu with you. Let's do it. I want you to try it raw, too. So then, you, oh, okay. and then try it cooked the proper way. There's also—is it musubi? Have you ever had spam mus- musubi? It's delicious. So it's typically for like a lunch, but it's perfectly steamed white rice. You can flavor it like sushi rice. A little bit of grilled spam or pan-seared <clears throat> spam, and then you put seaweed around it. And I used to eat that too as a snack. I love musubi. I'm gonna have to try it. I can't wait to make it for you. You can put some barbecue sauce on that spam.
1: Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ew. <laughs> I like bologna, Gross. like fried bologna. Hell no. You ever have fried bologna?
0: I have. I grew up eating fried was bologna. was like Southern for sure.
1: Oh, it's a Southern thing. I think so. Yeah, we'd have like fried bologna sandwiches.
0: I actually loved it, but now I wouldn't want to eat that. But I loved it at the time. For some reason, spam I've still allowed through. Just it's nostalgic. Bologna, I had to let it go. Have <gasps> yeah. you? When's the last time you had a bologna
1: sandwich? About a month ago. <laughs> what? I bought a big pack of bologna and really, yeah. I took a camping Are, and I just made a bunch of bologna sandwiches.
0: Did you buy good old fashioned Oscar Mayer bologna? Yeah. yeah. Oh, because Sometimes they have it at the deli and it's like flavored, Ooh. like a fancy bologna. I could. I try could get that. down on that. I too. could get down with the fancy bologna. Yeah, I need to do that. What's the weirdest thing you've ever swallowed? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten?
1: Ooh, in Vietnam. There was this restaurant that would breed snakes and then you would eat the heart out of them. Oh my God. Jacob. It was supposed to give you power.
0: What kind of Satan worshiping were you doing? None. You eat the heart, the live heart of a
1: serpent. Yeah. But they bred the serpents in house so they would be like clean and you wouldn't get oh, like, sick. Oh my God. What? Yeah. You it's, ate that? That's what they do in Vietnam. In uh, Peru, I don't want to yuck yums. but that's... pigs. No. Yeah.
0: Oh, here's a delicacy
1: in Peru. No. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. No, oh, that's, I had a Guinea pig. I loved her. Her yes. name was Selena. Oh no. I know. And she would. Did she have the same fate? No, we didn't eat her. No. No, she, I meant a Selena. No, she wasn't shot by the president of her fan club. Oh. What the? <laughs> no, she died of natural causes. Okay, good. I think heat exhaustion. I forgot to turn the air on. I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I know. We miss you, Selena. I know. Rest in peace, little Selena, the sweetest little guinea pig. Anyway, so you ate one of those?
1: Tried it. How was it? Uh, Everything kind of tastes like chicken, I feel like,
0: at some point. People use that. It tastes like chicken. Yeah, like a rubbery taste. I don't know. But I'm very familiar with the taste of poultry, specifically chicken. And I know when I've had frog legs, which that's one of the weirdest things I've ever had. And people describe like, it tastes like chicken. When you fry anything, I think it's just like the frying aspect, like fried. But it's like oily meat, like dark oily meat. I hate it. Like I'm not a fan of duck and people love duck. I don't like duck either. It's a little too oily for my liking and tastes too bird-like. What's the weirdest thing you've eaten? Gamey. The weirdest thing I've ever had in my life, oh, I've had some weird shit down my gullet, but the weirdest of them all, where I would be embarrassed or never want to try it again, would have to be, well, bull's balls, but that's... What was that? Rocky Mountain oysters. You've never had those in Colorado? Rocky Mountain oysters? Bull's balls? They're bull's balls, yeah. I mean, Mexican, that was a white people thing. That was when I went to Colorado and they, they had them fried. Yeah, I've definitely had some bull's nuts in my mouth. I tried, uh, but they were fried up like that, like calamari. I still don't think I could. And fried, kind of tasted like chicken. Where are they getting all these balls from? Yeah, I don't know. They're castrating these bulls and just frying their nut sacks up. But I tried it, and they are also referred to as calf fries, cowboy oysters, or prairie oysters. But they were nasty. That sounds gross. Yeah. Just the meat was really dark and I didn't like it. But that's not even the weirdest thing I've eaten. I've had lengua, tongue, cow tongue, cabeza, the brain, liver, which I I don't eat any of this now, but I grew up eating like lengua tacos. Have you ever had tongue tacos? Can't say I have. Where do you get those Tacos de lengua, probably down the street from your house. Like any little Mexican joint you go to, like authentic Mexican, like old school, they have birria, which is like the goat.
1: Ooh, birria is good. Yeah. With the consomme?
0: yeah delicious Mm -hmm. i don't eat goat anymore so that's not my thing but at the time delicious and uh, lengua which is actually i mean i didn't even realize i was eating cow tongue but it's very tender have you ever had carnitas yes okay it's a more tender version of a carnita in the flavor it's actually (laughs) pretty good that was weird have you had menudo yes do you like it it was okay The stomach lining, that's what they make the tripe out of.
1: It all tastes good to me until I know what it's from and then
0: I get my own head. The lining of the cow stomach, it looks like honeycomb and they chop it into little pieces and then cook it in this bloody looking soup. Menudo. Mm. Mmm. Sounds so good. (laughs) I still will eat menudo, but I don't like to eat the tripe. I leave that off to the side. I just eat the hominy. But the weirdest thing, top of the list is going to be pig's blood
1: oh we did blood too with the maasai tribe in africa they believe in like drinking blood oh what the f- yeah no i didn't i didn't drink it wait you just drank straight up blood it was animal blood but yeah like in a shot glass yeah we like lived with this maasai tribe for a couple of days and then like who you and lexi yeah was this the beginning of our honeymoon oh my god <laughs> very romantic she, Did she eat drink that she saw the goat get slaughtered or strangled what yeah we had a ceremony just to kill the goat yeah she accidentally like walked in on this this is all during our honeymoon oh shit (laughs) so she walks into this goat
0: killing ceremony Mm -hmm. and then they take blood from the goat and then what pass it around in a bowl for everybody to drink it
1: yeah and like I think there's other things they use the blood for too but they believe it's supposed to be like good for you and
0: maybe it is I have no idea I mean I had it fried Fried with eggs yeah it, it was like chorizo oh and it's, instead of chorizo, they did fried blood and they threw eggs into it, mixed it with a little bit of onion. Instead, so it was very salty. And I didn't enjoy it. And the eggs get like a really like pink red color. And it's like scrambled eggs that are like pink scrambled eggs. Picture oh gosh. that. With onions in it. No, thank you. It wasn't for me. Mm. It was gross. But I would say that's probably the weirdest thing of like frying up animal blood it's and bizarre. eating that. How's that bizarre to you? But you're freaking taking shots of goat's blood i mean there's a time and a place for everything what did it taste like super salty i assume yeah like
1: you think it would taste take us there jacob they're passing this bowl around it it tastes exactly what you think when you like bit your lip and you oh yeah salty yeah there's a little salt to it if that's but yeah
0: have you ever tried your own cum
1: have i ever tried yes
0: same thank
1: you for i was was thinking i want to answer that but i have too. i'll be honest what no, I'm saying I'll be honest with my answer. Oh, yes, I think so yourself, I have... I'll be honest.
0: It tastes like bleach. Or no, if you're a smoker, it does actually. That's what I noticed. It does. Yes. I heard about pineapple. It does make it sweeter. Yeah. I have tried <laughs> You just <laughs> I'm doing a tasting menu. <laughs> 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 Cause I want to know. Like, I'm not, you know, just a little sample. Because I'm like, if someone's going to go down there, I want to make sure. I want to know what I'm serving
1: but if it varies based on what you're eating it's going to be serving something different every day yes and so i know what i like to
0: eat for to serve delicious gotcha yeah i want it to feel like a foster freeze a dairy queen something sweet smell
1: like a cold stone creamery a cold stone creamery yeah yeah. it's the best oh okay that reminded me i remembered another weird thing i go ahead hit it it is poop coffee Coffee. Oh my god. Yeah. You're telling me there's shit on these beans? They're the most ex- it's like the most expensive coffee in the world. What? Yeah, it's What are you from, talking about? It's from uh, Indonesia and it's these little animals eat coffee beans and then they shit it out and then people get that shit and then they use it to make coffee. Yeah, it's like a delicacy and it's really like the most expensive coffee. Really? Yeah, and so you, you had a shit shit coffee yeah like a latte or did you just have no just drip just boiled it and like drip coffee was it good uh it was okay it definitely had a unique taste i mean it didn't taste like shit or anything but it just was very well it's insect poo not insect like a mammal oh no yeah it's like a big ass rat almost
0: (laughs) but it's not a rat see i could get my brain around it if it was like some weird bee poop or rat or ant, an insect poop. I'm like, that's fine. It's an insect. It's like whatever. You know how small that would
1: be an ant poop. That's why I thought it was so expensive. Oh no, these are like pretty, like decent. This like, is
0: straight up like turds. Yeah, turds.
1: That is sick from but, a rodent turd. But what's the bean? <laughs> and then the, they're turning it into the bean doesn't digest fully into their system, and so it's like basically a coffee bean that's been through this rodent. And like when we eat corn, corn yeah and then imagine if you collected that and made it as like a coffee but that's what they do or if we took the little corn particles yeah
0: and turned it into a street mexican street corn salad yeah definitely very street.
1: expensive or like cannibals like do you oh eat. wow eat a human oh yeah my so i went to this private middle school and high school and our like principal first day brought in uh I think a spear he said his, that killed his dad his dad was like killed by these cannibals in papua oh, New guinea What? yeah was he
0: a Christian missionary? Sure was. I'm gonna tell you something. I've read so many of these stories of these Christian missionaries, and they go into places <laughs> where they definitely shouldn't be, should not ever have gone. And they're warned, you're gonna get killed. They're yeah. gonna eat you. And they get and they are like, you know what? I got the protection of the Lord and Savior. They just need a Bible. And a smile and yeah. an open heart. And they go into these villages, boom, spear to the head. Yep. Bye. Like every time for years there's like recorded history over 20 these people have not had any interaction with humans ever
1: no yeah that's that's north sentinel island it's controlled by india and basically no one's allowed on the island because these people and they're believed to be some of the first descendants of the first man they've been there for thousands of years but no one knows how many there are. No one knows anything. No one's He's, been
0: on the island. You no. can't even, with aerial footage, they've done it's drones and dense. stuff.
1: It's so dense yeah. the forest that you can't even get through. It's like Avatar. Mm-hmm. There could be thousands of people. There could be 50 people left. Who knows? But they, 100%, they do know that they cannibalize people. I don't know on that island. I know Papua New Guinea does, but oh. they, could. They, they kill people on that island, North Sentinel. Oh, yeah. Even people that are
0: in a certain radius of the island that have come in like missionaries on canoes or boats killed. Yeah, and there's warnings: do not go past this line. You'll have a spear to the head. Yeah. they'll come after you. They'll be throwing spears and whatever else they can. They're experts. Shoot they're half arrows. fish. Yeah,
1: they're swimming in the waters and chewing on you like a piranha. There's like photos of planes that flew over, and there's hundreds of arrows on the belly. oh, on the bottom underbelly yeah. of their oh my gosh, they just don't want to be contacted. And so they're protected though by the government, but
0: people still want to go and try their luck yeah no thank you you're asking for it if anyone's listening to this don't don't do it don't i know if you want to spread the lord and savior's word there are a lot of other communities that could really use it i think these people are just pretty much set yep let them do what they got to do and just go somewhere else to spread the word please because
1: you're gonna get killed yeah well rockefeller that was crazy one of the rockefellers they think was killed by cannibals interesting right yeah i think it was michael rockefeller in like the 50s went missing of like
0: the the famous rockefeller richest
1: families in the world went missing over there and they thought he drowned but then some investigative journalists figured out that he got eaten by cannibals and they were afraid because there were so many like helicopters planes boats searching for him and they just like hit his bones and oh wow
0: don't go to any protected island yeah just there's a lot of other places in the world to visit there is if you were did you ever watch the movie Alive oh it's so good Alive was a movie back in the 80s I believe or 90s it came out I've watched it several times and it's a a true story of that soccer team that goes to fly to God knows where I don't remember the plane crashes into a mountain and this actually happened almost everybody dies but there were a few survivors soccer players and they had wives and members of the team. And they made it back to salvation in like below zero, just the worst temperatures, freezing ice cold in the mountains in the middle of nowhere. And this was at a time without like all the technology we have now. And so half the plane had broken off and it was like this horrific accident. People were pulled apart, died. It was so sad. And this team had just won some sort of a championship or whatever. And so they were flying and, and the plane went down and everybody pretty much died except for however many people, say for the sake of the story, 15 And of the 15 they started dropping off and a few of the guys went on a voyage to try and find salvation to like find help and luckily they ended up being rescued but they survived out there for a long time with nothing but themselves oh and they ate each other it turns out they did have to cannibalize each other well as people were dying they would say if you need to Eat me i give permission for you to do that and so once people found out that that's how that they had survived there was a big backlash like oh my god just bunch of sickos you ate your mom or whatever like they were you oh. know eating the flight attendant and whoever and these bodies it wasn't like they were enjoying this bountiful feast it was like frozen meat and so they were just literally using broken glass from the the plane from the windows and cutting into frozen carcass and eating that to sustain themselves because there was no vegetation, nothing. It was completely frozen. Fro- oh, my gosh. They just had water and frozen meat. Sounds horrible. Some people didn't do it, and so they died, died. of malnourishment. But the people who did barely
1: survived, but they did survive. And I guess if the ice like preserved the meat. It's frozen, yeah. meat on ice. Well, have you ever heard what happens to people that die in Mount Everest? They probably just stay perfectly... Yeah, they can't bring, it's like too dangerous to bring their bodies down. And so they're perfectly frozen mummies and they use them as like distance markers. So like you get to the mummy in the red jacket, you're half a mile from the top. Or, oh my God. Yeah. They're still there, of yeah. course.
0: Yeah, you can Google like photos of them. And we like, don't have the ability to bring them down by
1: this point, technology-wise. No, well, how, what would you take up there? How, it would be so dangerous with a helicopter. You couldn't even no, fly a helicopter that high. Like, yeah, you would have to pull them down
0: if you were in that plane would you end up eating me i died some hot sauce maybe <laughs> <laughs> would you eat would you eat someone now
1: to survive? i had to
0: yeah if it that's all you've got yeah same i,
1: I i'm a survivor me too destiny's child baby survivor A hundred percent I would. And I don't blame them for doing it. No. It's the same when people get like you have to survive on your urine. Like so this has been crazy. I've been reading about some of the survivors in Turkey from these earthquakes. Oh, and it's it's so devastating. Horrible. But a lot of these people have been under rubble for weeks and they've been surviving. Like I was reading they survived on their own urine and like protein powder, like people have just been down there. But it's like it, i would do the same as horrible as it is to see like all the death it's also like i see videos of when they rescue people and just like the morale that changes like they'll pull out one person and everyone's like cheering and it's just that's sweet they're suing all of the contractors too that built these buildings because they're so subpar yeah there
0: were no codes or anything followed no because they came down quick quick yeah oh that's just so f-ing sad remember that building that went down it was like in miami yep out of the no it just like
1: down Stru- it had been leaked i think the pool had been leaking for so long was that it i'm pretty sure so the bottom gave out eventually like the or whenever the, the pool moisture. was like, the pool could have been like up. oh but yeah like when you have a leak for 30 40 but it wasn't old. even
0: like an earthquake or something that caused it it just the whole building just came Collapsed. down on like a wednesday afternoon yeah and i mean it was devastating a lot of people died well that's why in california they have all these like earthquake approved structures and yeah i know it's so crazy here in california i'm used to earthquakes same are you good
1: with them do you freak out they wake me up so like usually i feel like they happen when i'm asleep and yeah. it's enough like rumbling to w- like the last one was in malibu and so like it was pretty close to where i live like west la i mean it was shaking the walls right oh going. really oh, yeah it woke us up me and my wife when was this a couple of weeks ago what or a month ago i mean oh, it was month. recent yeah oh i didn't i didn't know.
0: I sleep so hard i usually don't wake up with earthquakes
1: oh yeah but it been pretty big
0: it's funny though because whenever i have friends that come to visit that are not from california they freak out they can feel them all the time the earthquakes oh yeah they're like too. oh my god how could you live here it's all these earthquakes are happening i'm like i'll take that over tornado warning we had
1: tornadoes in tennessee hide in the bathtub with pillows oh, over that is my worst nightmare that's top three the sirens are the worst because they're terrifying they're so loud It's like that. So you with Sandra Bullock.
0: Didn't you, why would you go in the bathtub? did not you guys have like a underground shelter? We didn't have an underground.
1: So, so that's it, the safest thing to do is go in the bathtub. You usually want to go somewhere with not a lot of windows, no windows, no glass. I don't know why we got in the bathtub. It sounds like maybe because it's safe bolted to, to the ground, I think. Yeah. And so then we put pillows over us and we laid in the bathtub. I'm not really sure what the point of that was. That is
0: yeah, terrifying though. Did yeah. that happen a lot as a kid? I remember
1: at least like 10. Oh God.
0: I had one happen when I was visiting Caitlin and Jason in Nashville, and I almost shit my pants. I was so scared. The wind was blowing really hard, and there was tornado warnings on TV, and I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, It could just freaking, boom, hit your house. L- luckily, nothing bad happened that time. It didn't... I mean, there was no tornado, I think. But there was the warning of it. And that's enough for me. That's enough for me, too. I would rather... I want to know for my listeners. I got a few questions for the low lifers today. First question. Would you cannibalize someone if you were in an accident in the Alps, Mount Everest vibes? Plane goes down. You going to eat somebody to stay alive? What else did we... Oh, what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? I need to know what weird shit. And my listeners i know they're down for some freaky stuff i'm sure oh yeah (laughs) i'm sure they've eaten some weird shit out there and the third thing what career change would you have Mm. and you wanted to rescue dogs
1: yeah you never answered yours
0: i love yours so i'd love to just piggyback on that sure or i'd love to be a world-renowned chef or dermatologist but i'd go with chef i'd love to cook i love cooking and so uh like a cool chef like ratatouille vibes and i'd have the coolest spot like i do a take on all the traditional mexican classic dishes but like super elevated and beautiful and i'd have just the coolest restaurant i would love it the copacabana vibes
1: Ooh, yeah i like it
0: bongos it's sexy
1: are bongos sexy (laughs) yeah Yeah.
0: Yeah, bongos are like Ricky Ricardo vibes. On the on I'm thinking of Mask, and it's ruining it for me.
1: Yeah, I've never really seen sexy bongos.
0: But like sexy flamenco, salsa, merengue, the, the good lighting. Okay, like Havana, Cuba. Very, yes, yeah. but not. We're more like the heart of Mexico, <laughs> Mexico City. <laughs> okay, totally different. Totally different. But, you know, it's just yeah. a cool, sexy vibe. Okay. And I'd want fire pits, Ooh. a view. There's a list to get in. You know, it's a tight list. It's reservations. You got to make that reservation years in advance. That type of place. But affordable prices, not crazy expensive. It's just the best food and hard to get in because it's so good. All spam. Spam fried rice, special cheese, secret menu, secret low life for menu with spam fried rice up on the menu. I like it. And some other favorites that I love. Like maybe we'd have. Vienna you can get a bowl of Vienna sausages. <laughs> a jar. So, a jar of them. Just flip, pickled Vienna sausages and some fried bologna for my southern customers that come in. A tour slash executive chef. And I'd be a psych. I'd be like Gordon Ramsay. Someone on, you fucking fire. I'd be sending people, get the f- out of here. Can you just shut the fuck up for 30 seconds? Yes. Did you hear my fucking question? The fuck off. That was fucking disgusting. Move your
1: You jumped up a fucker. Now fuck off back on your section. That's you in the kitchen?
0: I'd want to be a bit like Gordon Ramsay. I love it. I find him so attractive. I love me some Gordon Ramsay. Top three celeb crush.
1: Really? Gordon Ramsay. That's another
0: good question for the the listeners. Is what? Celeb crush. Oh, yeah. Who's yours? Halle Berry. Oh, Halle Berry's beautiful. Any age,
1: Halle Berry. Yeah. I will but take. like James Bond, Halle Berry.
0: Oh, my God. When was that movie? Like 2000s? Early mm-hmm. 2000s? She's stunning. Yeah, she was. Did you ever see her in the Dorothy Dandridge movie? No, it's really good. Sad story, but great. Guess mine would be Gordon Ramsay, Jason Momoa, and weirdly enough, that funny guy from Parks and Recreation. I find Adam Scott really hot. He was in Big Little Lies as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know who he is? Uh huh. Did you watch Big? Was he in Severance too? Never seen that show. Oh, it's so good. Ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Really good. Let's get into it. Let's watch some Severance. Let's do it we'll end it on that note thank you for being here jacob appreciate you coming spending time with me just talking shit talking about food hand models just a little bit of everything it was very interesting (laughs) let us know what you want us to talk about next time yeah give us some (laughs) topics are people gonna be listening to this if you're still here thank you (laughs) thank you if you're still here we love you Thank you. Gracias for listening to this week's episode of the low life podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm so curious to know the answers to your questions. Please leave them in the review section of Apple Podcasts. I want to know, would you cannibalize someone's ass if you were trapped in the mountains, frozen tundra, and it was a life or death situation like the movie alive? Also, have you seen that movie? Because then you know what I'm referencing. Also, who is your top celebrity crush? And I also want to know if you grew up eating bologna and spam. (laughs) I want to know. I can't be alone in that spam journey. Someone else has had to have had spam, grew up on it. My Filipinos out there hit me up. Also, of course, bologna. Specifically fried bologna, it does hit different. It was delicious. I haven't had it in years, but it was really good when I used to eat it as a kid. Leave your answers in the review section of Apple Podcasts because it actually does make a difference on this show. It makes a huge difference. That's the way to impact a podcast. If you enjoy listening to a podcast, any show for that matter, the best way to support a podcast is to, one, of course, use the sponsor codes. Using the sponsors helps on the financial side. But also leaving a review on Apple Podcasts is really a game changer. It helps with the algorithm, the analytics. The more reviews, the better for a podcast. And so thank you for taking the time to leave a review. And these reviews could be anything you want them to be. You could leave a little dick emoji for me, throw an eggplant, salsa dancer. You could actually write something or answer today's burning questions. That's what I want to know the answers to. And to show my gratitude, give thanks and appreciation to you for leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and giving it that five stars, I'm opening up the Low Life Gifting Suite. Well, it's been open, open for business. And so I'm sending gifts out to my low lifers. So if you want a chance to win a little something something, who doesn't love some free shit? We got gifts from our sponsors, hyaluronic serums, beauty products I'm obsessed with, gift cards, gas cards, shit you didn't know you need from Amazon that will change your life. All you got to do is simply leave that review in Apple Podcasts and leave your Instagram handle somewhere in the review section and I might just be sliding into those DMs and getting your address to send you a little something from the Low Life Gifting Suite. I want to shout out some lowlifers, my beautiful kings and queens who are the backbone of this podcast. Those are the people who have left a review on Apple Podcasts. So I'm shouting you out right now, boo. First one up is coming from at Cupcake Lori, and her Instagram handle is at thecupcakebar. Oh, I checked out her Instagram. It is so cute. Lori, I'm loving what you're doing. If you happen to be in Austin, Texas, shout out to the Cupcake Bar, Latin-owned, delicious cupcakes, donuts, and treat bars. They have custom gifts Yes, I am plugging this company because they're entrepreneurs, they're Latinos, and they are in one of my favorite places, Austin, Texas. And so if you'd like to try one of their treats, they have a really cool Instagram. They have a link so you can order stuff from them. I don't know if they ship all over the U.S. I assume they do, but of course, locally as well. And so, yeah, check them out. Cupcake Lori writes, the Queen's surprise, five stars. I just listened to the Queen's birthday surprise, and I would be lying if I didn't say I was crying along with your family. Way to go, Lo. I'm so happy you surprised her in the best possible way. Truly, it was the sweetest. She so deserves all the love. And a few answers for you. I'm in for 75-ish, if that's an option. Yes, she's talking about 75 hard. Which I think we've all agreed that 75 hard is a bit aggressive. And so if you don't wanna go hard, we could do a 75 soft boil, if you will. And so she writes, I'm in for 75 ish, for sure, in for the book club. Please do an episode on John Bonet. Oh, I love me some John Bonet. That whole story, I was glued to that story. I mean, that is such a throwback, but I am down for a John Bonet deep dive. And she also writes, Please do an episode on your entertaining tricks and tips. I adore you. Keep doing you. And please go on tour. Include Austin, Texas. Okay, bye. And she left me a little disco ball, an octopus for my octopus teacher, a giant eggplant dick, and of course, a whale emoji. Thank you, Lori, at the Cupcake Bar. I'm definitely going to do an episode on party planning and how to get the look for less with flower arrangements and tablescapes and decor and all that sort of stuff to make your party poppin' so you could have a very successful event. Next review is coming from at denmac319. Denmac319 writes, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, five stars. When I'm in need to spend time with a friend that makes me feel good, Lo, it's you. Just like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> it's comfort, reliable, and always welcomed. Oh my God, I love that so much. A peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I grew up eating PB&Js. I love them. Also, peanut butter, banana, and honey does hit different and it's delicious. Ah, oh, Throw a little cinnamon powder on there too. Very comforting. And that is the most beautiful metaphor, Denmark 319. Thank you for that compliment because I do love me a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And if this podcast can bring you some comfort and make you feel welcomed, that's all I want. Really though, mission accomplished. Thank you for that beautiful review. We have time for one more review and this one is coming in hot from at jugbutt. <laughs> jugbutt, J-U-G-B-U-T-T. The Jugbutt writes, Dr. Alex Wills, five stars. Very good podcast. He's spoken to very helpful and gave advice. Love the conversation and his knowledge. Yeah, Dr. Alex Wills is great. I love having psychologists, authors, thought leaders on the podcast because I learned so much from them. And we could have easy breezy conversations that don't feel like a TED talk. <laughs> it can just feel like a good conversation where everything's just broken down and you can get something great from it. I learned a lot from Dr. Alex Wills and his book is awesome. I have a few copies that I'll be sending out to listeners. Again, just drop a review and you'll have a chance to win his book which is Give a Fuck Actually, Reclaiming Yourself with the Five Steps of Radical Emotional Acceptance. It's a great book for your mental health. It's good to take into your life. You could implement those tips and tricks that you learned from his book and use them in your relationships. It's a very good read. And on that note, I hope you have a beautiful weekend. Hope you get some rest. Have yourself a delicious cocktail, margarita with some tahini around the rim. Pour yourself a delicious glass of wine. Watch a good documentary. I'll be diving into the Murdao family as well. Oh, yes, I'm going to be diving into that one this weekend. That's my weekend homework. Apply your serums, text someone, and make them smile today. But don't forget to drink your water, puta. we We love love you you. and we're out
1: bye bye guys (laughs) (laughs)